You're listening to the Nate Lull Podcast. Download each new episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And now, here's Nate. Welcome back to a special edition today here on the Nate Lull Podcast. I am your host, Nate Lull, and our guest today is Anyel McEwen Lomnicki, better known as AK, from right here in Sydney. And believe it or not, it has been one year since her accident here in Sydney, and it's so good that she is sitting here with us today and doing so well. And the purpose of today's interview was AK reached out and she said, hey, I'd like to give everybody who has supported me kind of a a one-year timeline of how I've been doing over this past year. Uh, Back in April, AK came on the podcast, and you can check in the archives and listen to that. And that was really the first time that she spoke publicly about the accident and about everything that happened and how she was doing. So from then until now, I think she wanted to give us another update. So it was great to have her in the studio. And it's been so fun seeing her at basketball games and uh, doing everything she can. She's got a knee injury, so she'll talk about that. So she's not on the court doing what she loves quite yet. But I've been so impressed with uh, how she's been supporting the team this year and doing a little bit of everything to show her support for the Sydney Sabres. So great to have AK in the studio today with a one-year update. We're so glad she's with us. And a big thank you to all the sponsors here on the Nate Law Podcast. They make it happen. They make this type of journalism possible. So always a shout-out to them. So I hope you'll enjoy this episode today on the Nate Law Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. A special edition today here on the Nate Lull podcast. Uh, not giving this one a number. That's what we do whenever we have a special interview as we go. No number. So I'm really excited to bring AK back into the studio. This was a nice surprise when you reached out. So thanks for coming back on. Thank you for letting me be here. Yeah, of course. We're always glad to have you here. So we, we are releasing this show on February 15th. And I can't believe it, but February 15th marks the one-year anniversary of your accident, which I can't believe how fast the year has gone. So how does it make you feel that it's been one year? Has the time gone fast, slow? Like, how would you describe it? Time has gone by, like, so fast. It's actually insane. (laughs) It's so hard to put into context. Time heals, like, everything. Yeah, it certainly does. I mean, to think about where we were a year ago, you know, and uh, we're all going to a basketball game and then we hear the news that night and then it just, your journey from there was incredible as we've talked about before. So since the last time you came on the show, how have things changed? Do you feel like you continue to get better every day? Things in life are going up. A lot of neuroplasticity is going on and that's cool, but also really weird at the same time. (laughs) Neuroplasticity is when the neurons in your brain turn on like crazy and your brain takes in new information to function. I see myself getting better mentally and physically each and every day. Wow. And you, you know, you had talked about that last time you were here that 
like with each day you could remember a little more or something would pop into your head and it kind of just felt, you know, for lack of a better word, more normal. So that's, I'm glad to hear that things are continuing to get better. So thank you. Can you give us, you know, a few examples of recent improvement? Maybe it's something with your schoolwork or maybe it's just something physically that you can do better now than you could before. Yeah. um, From all the braces I had on my leg and having to relearn to walk, my feet would go in when I would walk or run. Mm. So, like, for example, one day I just got out the car and I looked at my feet and it felt weird. I was wondering why I was doing it. You know, didn't mean to. Right. And after that, it hasn't happened since. And then I'm just getting better at basketball. School is going good. I like to learn new stuff. Yeah. So I know that in my travels uh, this winter, a lot of people have been asking me, you know, why isn't AK playing on the basketball court? Is that, you know, because of her accident or did something else happen? I know that it's most likely because of your knee. So can you tell us what happened there? Yeah, the first time I went back to basketball, my leg would collapse under me, like just doing turns. And I kept on thinking it was because my bones weren't fully healed from being broken. But then it started to give out, like from just getting up from bed. So my parents knew more was wrong. I got an MRI and it turns out I wasn't wrong, but I also wasn't right. (laughs) I had kissing bone fractures in my right knee and three ligaments were blown out from the impact of the car. I got surgery to repair everything in September. Wow. So I'm assuming that just like as you go, you were just finding more and more things that were wrong. So it it was... (laughs) It was kind of like this big thing when you came home, and I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, she's healed, but it really has kind of been, you know, like a long road to recovery. So even though you haven't been able, you know, to be on the court, uh, do you have a, a timetable for your recovery on the knee and, and like when you might be playing again? Soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I bet if they just, you know, if the doctor called you right now and said, you know, you could play in the game this week, like you'd want to be in, right? Yeah, I would still say soon. <laughs> so... Even though you haven't been on the court, you've been on the bench with the Sydney girls team. I, I see you all the time. You're cheering. You're supporting them. What's kind of your job on the bench right now? And, and is, has that been something that like Coach Pierce asked you to do? My job is to be supportive and take in everything to help me get better. I learn so much from Coach Pierce and Coach Dan every single day. What's been the hardest part of sitting out this season? And maybe what do you miss the most about playing and being out there? I mean, like, I can't say I can't say everything because I get like sad. <laughs> but the hardest part is just knowing that I can't play basketball. I love the most out of like all things I do, and I'm just using it as a way to improve. Do you feel like the accident, you know, changed your mindset on sports? You know, for example, do you cherish every little minute that you get to play? Not only the game you love in basketball, but uh, any sport. Like I know you had soccer this fall. Mm. Um, What was your mindset on all of that? I'd say it changed. I've always been a hard worker, but the accident just made me even more driven towards my goals. I have a lot of goals in basketball and even in life in general, and I'm like so determined to get them all. I wanted to ask you that question before I move on, because I hear so many student athletes all the time you know, like at the end of a season, they're like, oh, well, you know, whatever. I just want the season to be over. And I just want, you know, the next season to be, I want spring sports. You know how I'm sure you've heard people say that before. And it's like, you would like just do anything to be more minutes. Yeah. Just give me five more minutes. Just let me back out on the floor. And, Mm -hmm. 
your high school career, like you snap your fingers, it's over. You know, even if you stay healthy, I mean, just it goes that fast. So I think it's a good lesson for student athletes who might hear this, like you're itching to get back out there, but you can't. So if you are out there right now and you're healthy, like just enjoy that time. So what are your basketball plans this spring and summer? Will you try to play? I know you mentioned in the past that you've been working on maybe doing some three on three tournaments with the Bulldogs and things like that. Um, so this summer, I'm going to be doing Gus Mackers and school summer basketball. Coming up, I'm doing AAU. Next November, I'm going to be hosting a three-on-three tournament again. And, you know, there's more to come on that. That's great. Yeah, more to come. We are all excited to see you out there. It was great to see you playing last year before, you know, the knee kind of took you back to the sideline. But, yeah. uh, you know, it was great to see you out there at some of the summer tournaments. So, you know, AK... Many people are still interested in your story, and I guess I didn't realize uh, the attention it would get until we did our our last interview here on the show, Mm. and I was really blown away by, like, how many people are truly interested in your story. What is all that attention like? I mean, does it bother you at all? Does it affect your daily life or routine? Because at the end of the day, I mean, you're, you're a Sydney student athlete, and you didn't ask for any of this to happen. Uh, so, you know, how does it affect you? I think the attention is nice and, like, really sweet. I'm really grateful for, like, what people did and what they still do. I appreciate it, but I'll always consider myself a kid from Sydney, like you said. The attention doesn't bother me much or affect my daily life in a negative way. I don't mind talking about it. I'll always have short-term memory loss. But, I mean, I'm going to continue to work hard. Everywhere you went in Sydney and still go, there's there's AK Strong signs and all the business windows and you see it on people's shirts and stickers on their car. But again, I, I really didn't, I don't think I fully understand the impact of how much people follow your story. And you've just done a, a great job of uh, handling that as you've gone. So I know several media outlets have reached out to you about stories and interviews, but you also don't seem to want that attention do you wish some of the attention would just go away i mean it doesn't really affect me at all i'm just a normal 15 year old girl right i'm just doing my thing i think that's very wise um it would be easy to get caught up in all of that you know what i mean like Mm. uh when everyone's calling you and they want to talk to you that's why i've always appreciated that you felt that this was a, a welcoming place to come and chat um i think it's a great way for people to get an update on you directly from you. Mm. Um, But when your phone is ringing off the hook or your email's exploding with uh, everybody wants to talk to you, that has to be overwhelming. So I will say you've, you know, you've used a lot of the attention to, to do great things for others. Can you Mm. give some examples of how you're trying to help others and give back how people have helped you? Yeah, this um, past year, I was an assistant coach for my school's rec team. I help basketball camps at the Binghamton Bulldogs. Um, I'm going to be sharing my story through the Golisano Hospital. Mm. And I also donated to Sydney Sad. I mean, I'm a trauma survivor. I'll continue to share my story to athletes and others. My hope is to help trauma survivors. Like, I want them to feel that someone's there for them. Yeah. I think, you know, you're going to be that uh, that beacon of light, of light for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, people can look to you, especially younger people who go through something like this and say, if AK can do it, I can do it. So 
If you could give a short message to all the folks that helped you out in your time of need, what would you say to them? Because so many people donated. It's impossible for you to thank everybody individually because you don't even know who all donated to what and there was so many fundraisers. So if someone was listening, what would you say to them and what would your thank you be? Thank you to the people that helped me and still help me. Without you, I wouldn't be at, to the point of where I'm at today. I give my thanks to you all. That's the, that's the message right there for sure. What has been the biggest challenge about being back at school after the accident? I really don't have any challenges. I like school a lot. Mm. So not even a tough class? Anything? <laughs> I don't I guess not. I mean, there's there's classes I don't like, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I wouldn't say that because, you know, I don't want my teachers to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would like I was never a math and science guy. I love math. Oh, my gosh. See, you're, you're already a, a better student than me. So, <laughs> so um, no, that's great. That's great to hear because when you like school, everything about life is, is a little bit easier. So how do you think your mindset has changed from before the accident to now? And do you look at things differently? My mindset is very determined. If I have a goal, I'll find a way to achieve it. I always appreciated everything in life. I've just been so impressed with your attitude through all this. Like, it would have been so easy for you to just kind of curl up in a shell, but you haven't done that. So how much fun has it been to watch the Sydney basketball teams do so well this season, the boys and the girls? And... You know, that has to be tough because you're not out there, but it's been great to see them have a good year, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I like watching my friends do well. I'm proud of them all. I like watching, but, I mean, I love playing. It's a promise I'll be back out there soon. So, How hard was it to watch the varsity girls lost to Unitigo in the MAC tiebreaker game? It was just this past weekend before we were recording this. And how did your team handle that moment? I mean, we're back at work to get better. I couldn't physically be there, but my heart was. Yeah, I know you weren't there, but I'm sure just texting and talking to the team and talking to the girls, uh, that had to be a tough one. It's always tough losing to your rival, and especially in the playoffs, but sectionals right around the corner. You guys will be back at it for sure. So it seems like your family continues you know, to be your rock. Can you talk about the family members that help you with everything you need? And, you know, what about close friends? And what do you want to say to them? My whole family helped me tons, and so did all of my friends, especially my parents, Alex, Emily, and Madeline. Also, Sydney School and other schools did a ton for me. Sydney's my home. They helped me recover. It was amazing to see all the support that was out there uh, from not only Sydney, but the other schools too. Uh, It was amazing to see everybody step up. So, you know, I have to ask how, and it it kind of builds off what we were saying before, but how are you not angry? You seem so at peace with everything that's happened. And, you know, what's your advice to others that may still be angry about your situation? Because I do, I run into a lot of people who are like, just, they have a lot of pent up aggression about it. I mean, I'm here. I'm glad I'm here. I love life. If I get angry, it's not going to change anything. And but like I do get mad that this hurts this hurts and did hurt really badly my family. Yeah, your family has gone through a lot and 
one year later, here you are, and we're just uh, so blessed to have you here with us. So are there any other updates you'd like to provide the audience with, our, our listening audience today, and, and any special messages? Um, I'm just getting better each and every day mentally and physically. All right, kind of like we did before, I thought we would ask some fun AK questions, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of a getting to know AK segment here before we'll wrap up with some other things. But were you happy the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last night? What do you say? Okay, to be honest, I didn't really care either way. I was rooting for the Chiefs because every time they're in the Super Bowl, like I, I root for them. Also, I am like pretty impressed that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl three times over the past five years. Dynasty, yeah. yeah. I hate to say it as a Bills fan, it, it hurts because they keep taking. Oh yeah, oh, they watch keep, that. They keep taking the Bills down, but you know maybe one of these years. So, who is your favorite NFL team? The New York Giants. Mm, okay. Next year's our year. It's I'm always it. <laughs> always next year, right? So <laughs> my dad has been a lifelong Giants fan, and uh, he has a, a little pin from when he was a little kid, and it has their helmet on it, and it just says, wait till next year. And he wears it every year, and he's never wrong. <laughs> hey, wait till next year. So uh, favorite WNBA team? Um, I don't really watch the WNBA. I should, but I watch more college. Mm-hmm. But when Daeja Fair goes into yes. WNBA, then I'll really just follow her. I don't care. People can call me a bandwagon. I'm going to be a bandwagon then. <laughs> she was playing in uh, a tournament that they had. This is when she was in high school mm. in Binghamton for the Bee Candy Games. And I was there doing some announcing. And I'm like, who is this player? Like, she's amazing. And to watch her journey from this small high school all-star tournament to now mm-hmm. uh, is pretty incredible. Um, yeah, I like watching her. Like, this past weekend when I watched her Sunday, she um, she clutched in. Like, she got two foul shots, um, and she hit a half-court shot. That's like, crazy. It's just fun watching her. All right, so maybe there's an additional team in this, but UConn, LSU, South Carolina, Iowa. Maybe I need to say Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your college team? Syracuse. Yeah? I'm, I want to go to Syracuse. I love Syracuse great to just watch a game there you can like be right next to the court it's it's so much fun yeah good choice so again you recently went to an su women's game i saw your dad posted some pictures how was that experience it was fun i just i like every game i go there like i go to the football games too Mm. i like them it's fun there so iowa question is caitlin clark the goat and if so why um, I'm not the person to determine that. I don't want to start arguments, <laughs> but I'm a big fan. Yeah, she's just fun to watch, right? So yeah. um, it just seems to be the hot debate topic. So I had to ask, had to ask. But all right, favorite pizza place. Your dad is a big pizza lover. Uh, so first off, what's your place and then what's your dad's place? I honestly don't know. I've been to too many to choose from. Like my dad <laughs> brings me everywhere. And then my dad's favorite pizza place I ask him all the time to see if I can get a specific answer, and he just doesn't know. Like, he likes them all. He'll eat anything. My dad likes everything, pretty much. He's always somewhere trying something out, kind of giving a a place a review, and he ends up at the most, like, random pizza places, so... Yeah, sometimes they're, like, the best, though. Yeah, like, he really knows where to go find them, so... All right, everywhere we go... Everyone wants McDonald's after the game. Are you a McDonald's after the game person? Yes or no? No. I don't mind Taco Bell, though. <laughs> mm. 
If we had more Taco Bells around, that would be the go-to late-night place. Yeah, I like Taco Bell better than McDonald's. Favorite basketball shoes? Mula Kicks. Mmm, okay. How come? Just... They're made, like, specifically for women. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, there's differences between a woman's and a um, men's foot. And it's specifically for women. And I like the designs. It's comfortable. Like, I just like it. Yeah, nice designs. Uh, favorite movie? Hustle. I know I said Waterboy before, but Hustle takes the lead right now. Mm, okay. Yeah, some of these questions we've asked you before, but I always like to see as people come in, like what answers change as, as time goes on. So mm. what's one piece of advice you would give other student athletes your age? Only you know your potential and what you want. Don't give up and always look at the good side of things. Improve off of the bad. Well said. All right, so we'll have a couple of questions to kind of circle back here before we wrap it up. But uh, can you tell us about the surgeries you've had and since the accident, especially what what you've had and anything recently that you might have had? I think people are always interested in, well, she's home, but like what what's the process like? So what about recent surgeries? Only the knee surgery. My recovery is going really good. Good. That's great to hear. Are you currently doing any physical therapy, working on getting stronger physically, mentally? Physically to improve. I'm jogging every day, going to the gym, and more. Mentally, my mental health has always been good. But, like, book-wise, I go to school. I like to read and just take in information. Neuroplasticity is cool to learn about and see happen. Yeah. From the first time that I talked to you to now, just hearing you discuss, like, as these things happen, how cool it is for you. That's probably my favorite part of the story. So, And have they talked to you at all about mental health? It's such uh, a big thing for athletes now. I'm curious if you've had to work on anything. Like you said, like, I've been amazed at how strong you are through all this um, and that you've dealt with it so gracefully. But, you. you know, have they talked to you about that at all? Would you have any advice to pass along? I'm human. We're all human. I get upset like everyone else does over situations. Sometimes I go to my mom. She always listens. Yeah. Mom and dad are are good for that. That's perfect. So, well, this was a great AK update here. I can't believe it's been a year. Uh, When we were chatting the other day, you're like, hey, it's coming up on a year. And I was like, wow, like, how did that happen? So, and here we are. So, I asked you some tough questions today and you had all the answers, but I asked a lot of those questions because in my travels, that's what people seem to ask me. Hey, how is AK doing? Mm-hmm. What are, what about surgeries? Where is she at? So I just like, I, I've always said, why don't I go right to the source yeah. and have it come from you? So AK, thank you very much for coming in and we'll do it again soon. Thank you. All right. That'll wrap up this edition here on the Nate Law Podcast, a special kind of a, a part two episode here with AK. Check back in the archives. You can hear the first time she was here. Uh, it is still to this day our most downloaded episode on the show. So big thanks again to AK. Good luck to Sydney in the basketball playoffs. And we'll see you again soon on the Nate Law Podcast. You've been listening to the Nate Lull Podcast. Download each new episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.